Welcome to Counterintelligence. This is Eric LeVay. Today we're joined by political analyst Fred Lemke to discuss this week's Democratic debates. Forensic News thanks our Patreons Andre Dunka, Angela Jackson, Zacharias Zskor Kaminsky, Sasha Millstone, Craig Pierce, Jim Rice, and Greg Schneider. Support Forensic News and Counterintelligence on Patreon. Without further ado, here's the show. Fred Lemke, welcome to Counterintelligence. Oh, thank you, Eric. How are you? I am doing great, Fred. How are you doing today? Really, really fabulous. Well, I really, as one of our uh, favorite political analysts, it's great to have you back. And as you know, uh, this is this was Democratic Debate Week Two, uh, and this is a debate show. So we did one uh, we did one last time with uh, with Jess, one of the reporters I work with. So, so Fred, uh, I, I guess first I just really want to ask you, what did you think of the Democratic debates, uh, the two that that we saw this week? Yeah, um, you know, I. I, I you you hear uh obviously the media has their takes and uh you hear that it was you know good you hear you know you read articles that say oh my gosh this is what they have to offer i i thought it was great i thought both of them were great um mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of really smart people there there are people with really great plans a lot of diversity um i i obviously like the rest of the people uh, in the world, there's a lot of candidates, and that's a little bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think there are a lot of great people, and I, you know, I think the, we, the, the United States has some some uh, some thinking to do on, <laughs> on, on who who they want to go with. But I, I think there's a great there's somebody for everybody. You know, that's it, it's great to hear a uh, you know a, a positive perspective because I I agree with you. There's a lot of great candidates. Um, I guess. I mean, you can tell me what you thought, but my issue was just more with with sort of how CNN handled it in the format. And um, but I, I couldn't agree more with you. It's like what are the, what's that phrase? A uh, an embarrassment of riches or something like that? Yeah, uh, yeah, that is the phrase. Absolutely, I agree with you. I mean, it, it's it's it, it's amazing. I mean, almost everyone up on that stage would be, if not a great, at least a good president. And obviously, uh, you know, world's better than what we have right now. Oh, geez. I know the bar is so low. It's unbelievable. Well, that's, that's true, um, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Incredible. go ahead. You were going to say? Well, I, I think my only, the, so the only one that, that gave me pause um, was uh, Hickenlooper uh-huh. um, and, and Delaney, I think. <laughs> um, Delaney specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, he just, oh, boy. I mean, I, he just reminds me of like uh, you know the old school Republican, and I mean, obviously, I mean before Trump. Yeah. Um, and that's just not you know, and but but again, that that's a that's a political difference. That's not a moral difference, you know. Whereas Trump is is obviously a, a moral. Uh, we have we have some serious moral uh, and and ethical and just the the panic is is you know, I'm deep in it, if you will. But, yeah. Uh, you know, but as far as just delay, just reminds me of the centrist. That's all, and, and you know, an old school centrist Reagan style Republican. Yeah, and I do think. Yeah, well, that's the other thing with a few of the people up there. You're like, are are you at the right debate? You know, that's yeah. I, and am I as regards to <laughs> what's that? Your dog? <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> he's, he's a Not mine. He, neighborhood dog. Okay, hopefully he's a Democrat. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Speaking of Reagan, yeah. I was gonna. Oh, you know, the, just, the hospital moment. You know, oh, when oh he, yeah. When he, 
is that hope the doctors are all Republican. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and just, I want to say about Delaney real quick. So my only thing is if we're going to have a healthcare discussion, it, I, I don't remember if they went into this, but they really should go into that. You know, if you made $50 million from the private healthcare industry, that's something that the audience right. should know. Right. Um, right. So, right. So let's go to the candidates. Now, just to go back to what we were saying, it's, Honestly, it really is a great group of candidates. So who, I mean, who stands out to you um, just just off the top of your head? Um, well, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren to mm-hmm. me are the, are the dream team. I, yeah. I just, I can't, I, and I don't, I, I, w- I would take either one, you know, vice president or president. Mm-hmm. They, they both, uh, they ch- check all the boxes for me. The, yeah. You know, my only trepidation with, with Warren is, um, her military, uh, her, her back, her sort of like record on voting for the military budget, because I'm a big one for, you know, knocking that budget down and putting uh-huh. that money towards healthcare and education. But, um, uh, but other than that, I mean, her, she and Sanders to me, they inspire passion. And I mean, that's what got Trump elected. And granted it's it for, in my opinion and, uh, any, any ethical human beings, being's opinion the passion Trump inspired was a very dark passion, mm-hmm. but um, but I believe Warren and Sanders are, are are that passionate side of the the Democratic Party, and I think if you're going to beat Trump, you're going to need that passion. You're gonna, you know you're going to need that passion, and and so I hear people talk about how you know Warren and Sanders are not electable, blah blah blah, but I I don't see that. You know I I think you mentioned. And I've seen some some stuff with you uh, at, at different rallies mm-hmm. for the candidates. Yeah, is that? Is, and uh, I, I don't. I, I think you were at the Bernie the Bernie Sanders rally. I was. Um, and I was there, and you, you feel the energy. Uh, it's just it's a it's sort of uh, an uh, you know an intangible thing. But you're right. I, I'd be interested to hear what you think about the different rallies. Yeah, you know. So my goal as a I might have mentioned on a couple of the other shows is to see every candidate live at least once. Uh, and um, so the energy at Bernie's rally, you know, actually, to be honest with you, every rally I've been to uh, has been, it goes back to like the debate just being a, a positive sort of thing and the opposite of, Sure, um, you're right. I mean, the energy at Bernie's rally was amazing. Um, I saw Beto in a crowd of uh, less than, I think less than a thousand people. And while, um, you know, he may not be, uh, you know, surging in the polls exactly. I mean, if you were there, you, it was, it was something special. Um, I even saw Andrew Yang's at a rally and those people at that rally, believe me, they are all about Andrew Yang. Um, yeah, I saw the video that you, you put oh, yeah. out for that. that. That was super cool. I like Andrew Yang. What, let's, you want to talk about him a little bit because, um, I, I I've got uh, some thoughts on his, as well. Yeah, let, let's we can definitely um, we'll bring them up in, in a bit. But just just to go to your point in general. Yeah, it, it's and what I saw on that stage at CNN, you're looking at these people and it, it's like, you know, it really does make you despite some of the issues I have with CNN, you're, Julian Castro, uh, Beto, uh, Bernie, yeah. you're you're just proud. You're like, this is the best group I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I agree with you. One hundred percent. You know, before, before we get into uh, some of the specifics, I want to ask you in general, so what did you think of CNN and the format and just the way uh, the debate was kind of moderated, if you could? Well, they were they were trying to pit 
uh, the candidates against each other. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a bit embarrassing. I mean, I'm not, you know, I remember, uh, you know, John Stewart's show and he took CNN to task over and over again. I'm sure you remember that. I sure do. It was a, a running thing and they just do, they, they just, uh, it, they want entertainment. I mean, that's, and, and I get it, right. It, it is. That's what they do, but they just kept pitting, uh, the, the, the cans against each other. You know, they're showing these, these pharmaceutical Mm. commercials as, 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 as every channel does. Right. Mm. And, and, I, and I think that speaks to their fear of, uh, the medical, the Medicare for all debate. And, mm. um, you know, cause they, they, they were, they had these, this sort of like conflict going on between the idea of, you know, public options, single mm. payer, this and that, that they kept pushing on the candidates to, to argue about. And I thought, I thought it was frustrating, you know, I have to be honest with you. So I, I thought CNN's moderation and just the way that it was set up and produced uh, was a borderline disgrace. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to go on and on about that too much, but that is so embarrassing. And just like you said, just putting candidates against each other, because I understand that part of it is because everyone sort of agrees on the basic positions. Um, but when you look at like just looking at how we got here in the first place and not treating government seriously, I mean, do you have any thoughts on how that the event is sort of a reflection of of how we got a a, a fraud Trump as president? Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, how many? <laughs> I knew you did. How many billions? How many billions of dollars of free advertising did he get from from the media? Right. You know, during the during the campaign, and you know. I think that speaks to this. Uh, we're experiencing it now. Yeah. I mean, you, you 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 turn on the news, which you know, I, I teach government, so I've got to watch this stuff every night, uh, whether I like it or not. You know? <laughs> and yeah. and I I see uh, them chasing shiny objects. And listen, I'm not you know anti media. I've watched the shows, and, and and I I find a lot of joy in it as well. Sure, but it's upsetting to see how much time they spend on Trump's stupid racist tweets. (laughs) Um, and you know, and, and I think that that speaks to the dilemma that the media is, 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 uh, is, is within this idea that you have, first of all, he's president, right? Mm -hmm. You got to cover him. Second of all, he's a racist. I mean, I, you know, we've got to, we've got to get this out there, but I think we all know, that I think everybody at this point knows he is a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that, that uh, back to your point about uh, CNN's disgraceful um, representation, um, it's a problem, yep. you know, and, and, and it's got to be dealt with. And I feel, you know, to be honest with you, I don't have an answer of how you deal with it. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, do you have any ideas about what they could do to just... I do. Well, yeah, I'm going to answer your question. Um, there was there was something else, too, that I just want to get your thought on, and then I am going to answer that question. I The debate, I, I knew I was sort of in trouble the way when it opened, and the first question, uh, you know, just to paraphrase, it was basically like, you know, hey, you, you know, you left-wing lunatic, how are you going to pay for health care for everyone? It was like, yeah. <laughs> I why do you, why are they framing like that's the biggest joke to me is that there's a left wing bias in media when the truth is that really it's if anything it's the opposite like 
the, oh yeah, absolutely framing from the very beginning. Why do you, why do you have to explain a position? Like it's great. Yes, you should have to explain your position, and we should have to explain how we pay for things. That's 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 a given. But to frame it like that is to imply that basically you're a joke. Uh, yeah. yeah, and someone pointed out on Twitter today. I uh, forget who it was. They said. How come the Republicans are never asked if they've moved too far to the right when they're literally, you know, when they've obviously gone crazy? Like, right. Um, right. I don't right. know. Any thoughts on that? Uh, the, just the general framing of that? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say what I, what I always say and, and what I say to my students. Throughout history, you can go back all the way. Mm-hmm. Everything is always about money. Yeah. It is always about money. I mean, you can go back to Nazi Germany. You can mm-hmm. go back to the Roman empire. What it now, now obviously there's a lot of stuff in between that, but the bottom line, it's always about money and CNN, MSNBC, Fox news, all these cable news uh, networks. Um, they rely so much on the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Just watch, just, just watch the commercials. Every other one is about pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals. This, that's where they get their money. So, you know, I mean, that's my take on it. I, 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 it's frustrating. Yeah, that's, that, that's a great point. Um, and I'm going to answer your question about, excuse me, what they could do better. Uh, have some guts. Like that's not, not to even give it such a short answer, but the, from what I know as, as a television producer, when I see what, I, what I'm looking at is that they approach it from a position of fear, basically and some of the candidates do this too. Like, what am I going to do if, the, you know, the bully starts attacking me? Um, and the irony of it is that CNN is the lowest rated cable news network. So all that work in just trying to not offend anybody and you still end up at the bottom. Um, right. And there's, I think there's something to be said for even an MSNBC, despite whatever faults they have. If Look, you, you've staked out kind of a position and – you know, there's something to be said for that. Uh, I I agree, hundred percent. And percent. It's funny you go back and watch so, some of those old school debates. It was just two people on stage. There was no audience even. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but well, when you know the French, yeah. no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that the French do it really well. They have a moderator that comes in and proposes a Socratic question, right. and then the couple of candidates talk about it. I, I just, you know, this whole Hollywood uh, version of, uh, and you know, you and I live in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Know, we live in LA um, right. and it's great, but this is our nation. We're talking about, we are <laughs> in deep, deep trouble right now. <laughs> yes, sir. And yeah. for them to profit off of that is, is it's, a, Hey, listen, I, this word gets thrown around a lot lately and for good reason, but this is, you know, corporate, corporatization and fascism go hand in hand. Yeah. They're kind of the same thing. And it's really, really, we're, you know, I said it earlier, we're, we're in a, we're in a, there's a dire situation here. So. No question. The minute that news started to defend on, uh, depend on profit, as opposed to when these networks back when were willing to take a hit because it was looked at as a public service, uh, right. and to make, they would make their money and, you know, they knew they could make it in scripted shows. And it was like, you know, as you know, a position of honor to have a, right. a Walter Cronkite or whatever. They weren't expecting Walter Cronkite to like bring in, you know, billions of dollars. It was just like, it was a thing of honor. 
Uh, right, right. Uh, and again, I, you know, Eric, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to bash the media. We sure. need them desperately. And I, and I, I watch MSNBC. I have, you know, I think we spoke about this before. I'll, every once in a while, I'll pop it on Fox News. I last about a minute, but <laughs> sure. Um, I, I actually did that right after the debates, uh, after the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watched the debate, and then I watched the 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 the, the true. <laughs> the real sort of media representation of it. Mm. Um, and, and then I popped over to Fox News and oh man, it's yeah. like opening up that, that bedroom door in Poltergeist. Do you remember that scene where all the, the record player and the toys are flinging around <laughs> the room? That's yeah. what it's like. So I, I don't want to bash uh, the media. Um, this is not the time to, you know, mm. we, <laughs> I, 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 I do understand what you're saying about MSNBC. They, mm. they do have a claim that they stake, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you know, Chris Hayes, Lawrence O'Donnell, Rachel Maddow, um, they, they, they are, they are honest. And I think that's the difference. You know, you're hundred um, yeah. percent right. And, and, and just, to, and just on that topic, they, first of all, the facts are almost always, uh, as you said, they're honest and their straight news is is fine. They're, they, yeah. If you just most of the day is, is just regular straight news with no with great anchors who know what they're doing. Um, Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's so. I just to be clear, it's a completely different than a Fox that where that comes from the top down. Uh, you know what to do. Speaking of which, I'm almost afraid to ask, but uh, briefly, yeah. what were they saying on Fox about the debate? Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, it was it was really early in the morning, um, so I believe it was like the beginning of a Fox and Friends. Oh yeah, My and favorite. and uh, you know, I, they were just talking about socialism, and yeah. they were talking about you know, uh, you know, and they had the guy on. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but the guy That's who fine. said he's a former uh, uh, House rep, I believe, and mm. he said that you know, poor people should stop buying f- cell phones. Oh. And then he retired in like disgrace. What oh. was that guy's name? I'm surprised. You know he, who I'm talking. It sounds familiar. I'm just surprised he retired in this Republican Party. I, that would lead to a promotion generally. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm uh, surprised he's not in the cabinet at this yeah. point. But, yeah. but 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 he, but he was just you know talking about how the Democrats are crazy and they're they're you know so far to the left. Back to your point, mm-hmm. when the reality is is. The, most of the Democrats that I saw, um, or that I that I that I listened to in the news, they're pretty centrist. I mean, you you look right. at Bernie Sanders, and Europeans think he's a, like center left. Yeah, you know. So it's but they were they were just going on their usual. You know, they they were lying about the debates. They were sure. lying about Bernie Sanders. They were lying about Elizabeth Warren. You know, it's just one big lie. It's, it's, you know, like you know, it's incredible. Let's let's uh, exactly let's bring it back to the debates. I'm going to just throw out some of the names yeah. and just uh, tell me, you know, just in general what you thought. Um, I, I know we I know we did it already, but we'll start with the obvious. Uh, Bernie Sanders. What what do you think? Uh, yeah. Um, so obviously, um, Bernie was talking about. I mean, he started off. I mean, I I, I think that Bernie Sanders is an FDR New Deal Democrat, yeah. right? He he and Warren, he and Warren both. Um, so they, they want to create jobs through government programs, infrastructure, green industry, free public college. Um, they want to boost consumer spending by, you know, he wants to boost consumer spending by erasing student debt. I'm kind of combining Warren and, 
Sanders at sure. this point because there's really not that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a difference, but they're they're tandem. You know, they're holding mm-hmm. hands in this thing. Um, I thought Bernie's. Uh, I think Bernie's tax plans are amazing. Mm-hmm. He wants to raise capital gains taxes, which you know, I think I, I don't. I think most of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bernie was heavy on healthcare, homelessness. He talked about that. Uh, corporate tax avoidance and corruption. Mm-hmm. He talked about the wealth gap and fossil fuels. Uh, he attacked Trump's corruption. Yep. Um, seemed confident, prepared. I mean, he was consistent. The guy's been the same guy since the seventies. Yep. Um, he's a fighter as, as always, mm-hmm. you know, I think the first debate, he was a little reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was tactical. I think he was like, look, you know, cause he gets a lot of, a lot of garbage for, uh, they're afraid he's going to attack all the candidates and cause divisions and all this stuff. In the first one, I think he really stayed off off of that and was was was, was a little reserved. But uh, this one, he was really you know inspirational to me on healthcare as a human right. Um, and he talked about uh, how jobs when you change jobs and mm. you know you lose your healthcare and all that stuff. So he was real heavy on the healthcare, obviously. Yeah. Um, what was what, what was your take? Well, I'll just say on that, and I just I have not chosen a candidate yet. I go to, like I said, I go to all the rallies. I I make every effort, but I, um, yeah, I mean, I thought he did a great job, and and um, you know, when you don't when when you don't have to make something up, you don't have to think about anything. That's clear when he's on right. stage. So exactly. So he's not. There's nothing really to think about, which is why he was able to ironically get those TV moments that every candidate and their team is like, you know dying for you know like uh just shouting i wrote the damn bill that's not because that's (laughs) right it was funny i mean and and i just want to say one more thing about the the party at large being worried about him if you're worried about uh bernie um run a better campaign like i'm saying that as someone who literally um i i didn't even vote for bernie last time i'm just saying like that really irritates me like run a better campaign and don't make stop making excuses uh, yeah, it, it's it's like the, the, the wounded, you know, the um, wounded ego crying about, you know, his support or something. Moving on to Warren. Uh, I th- first of all, I think she's great. She's absolutely a leader. Uh, she yeah. has that leadership quality, which is so important if you're going to be run for president. Uh, yeah, I I think she's great. I, I Yeah, like I said, I don't even really know what else to say. I, she's an excellent she's candidate. So solid. So solid. My goodness. I mean, the media usually picks up on, you know, the fact that she is a policy wonk. I mean, she's got, what's the term? She, she's got a plan for everything. And I like that. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, I think it's wonderful. Um, it doesn't mean it, it'll, you know, obviously uh, the executive has got to get it through the, the Congress. And that's, that's another challenge we can talk about on another, another time. But, um, you know, she, she's, I'll just, she's a badass to me. Yeah. She attacked Trump right away. She talked about corruption. Uh, she sort of backed up Bernie on the when Delaney tried to use a fallacy to attack the Medicare for all thing. Mm. Um, she pushed uh, the you know the the current weakness of our healthcare programs, mm. uh, the, the healthcare program we have now uh, with the Affordable Healthcare Act and and private insurance and all this stuff that's going on. Um, she was solid, man. I, I was really impressed. Again, as I always am with her. Yeah, and and um, also that. Not that I necessarily even agree with this, but if, if, if Democrats are concerned about focusing more on those winning back those 
the areas that they feel they lost. And again, I per- personally think the strategy should be to bring in new voters and not worry as endlessly about, while I think it's important, I think it's about turnout and bringing out young people. And But the point yeah. being, when Warren goes into some of those areas, like she went into West Virginia, um, the, she crushed it. Uh, those yeah. people, they all voted for Trump and they genuinely respected her. Huge deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, to your point about um, to not getting off the, the sure. candidates, but, um, you know, there's this big freak out over, you know, we got to bring in the, the those who voted for Trump. And the, that is just, for the most part, is not going to happen. You know, right. the, the people that still support Trump, they're going to support Trump. It's right. just the way it is. So I think your point is the turnout. We just got to get people to come out. That's who won the election last time. The people that did not vote. So you're right. And and like and you know like I said, just to be clear, of course I want um, I, I want everyone to to come out and and if if we can bring back voters who flip from let's say Obama to Trump, superb. I'm 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 just saying big picture. I think you and I agree on this. It's about the turnout and. Um, I can tell I'm yeah. going to probably get all these emails like, um, you know, as, as always I do, the, these two guys agreed with each other and everything. Well, you know, it's a Friday, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a Friday. And, uh, also, you know, listen, um, well, I mean, we can, uh, how about this? You, you want to talk about Beto? Well, That's, let's, we can talk about Beto. We'll go, we'll go into a few. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's just like, I, I try to mix up these shows. Like, you know, sometimes it's someone I, I've never met in my life. Sometimes it's someone I know like you. Uh, yeah. And you got it, man. It's like the one thing I'll never do on the show, it's never going to be crossfire. Like I I love having people with different perspectives, but it's never going to be that John Stewart thing where he criticized. We're never just going to have right. someone. Yeah. So right. let's discuss some other people. Um, actually, first, uh, Castro. What did, what did you think? Oh, I love Castro. He's fabulous. Um, I, I, he has a great, I like his immigration, the things he talked about in regards to immigration. Uh-huh. Um, he brought, you know, he was talking about Puerto Rico, which I think, you know, is the, is those step tour island. I'll tell you, it, it has been uh, ignored since, since the, nat, you know, the natural disaster. Mm. Um, he taught, he's big on the healthcare thing. I like his plan there. Um, and he really pushed on us moving forward. Yeah. Um, I liked, I liked that. I, I think that's important. I think this idea of, um, I think I saw a stat where 47% of, you know, polled of the American people polled wanted to go back to the way it was before Trump mm. and 53% wanted to move forward. And I, you know, to go beyond for more progressive ideas. Um, and I think, you know, Castro was great on that, that whole, his whole message of moving forward. I loved it. So what did, what did you think about Castro? I thought he was superb. I mean, I, the, from the first debate, I saw what pretty much everyone else saw when he got that huge bump. I mean, I, it was another thing. Like I barely, I didn't even really remember that much when he served under uh, president Obama. And then it was like, wow, like this guy just answers the questions. Um, nothing planned. I mean, I, you know, I know they strategize, but he, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I think the guy should be a top tier candidate. I know that, realistically, right now, that's probably not going to be the case. But I, I'd love to see him as maybe a vice president, if not the president. Yeah, I really like him. I, you know, it's funny because if you go back to uh, the 2008 election, mm. 
Obama wasn't polling at the top at this point in the in the campaign. Great point. You know, he he was not at the top. This is we don't know. And I, I could see Castro being that guy. And and I would be absolutely fine with that. I think he's really intelligent. He knows his stuff. Um, he's got that executive branch experience. Mm. Uh, you know, I think the guy's great. I, I, I completely agree. Um, just and, and appears to be a, a fighter, too, which really we are going to need that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, going yeah. up against. Um, OK, what about uh, what about Harris? Kamala Harris? What do you think? <laughs> I, I'm sensing. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I can tell I'm going to enjoy this one. Well, no, I mean, listen, I, I've told you before. I tell, I tell everybody I yeah. would vote for my cat yeah. in 2020 over yeah. the orange menace. Yeah. But uh, Harris is really smart. Uh, she would, ta- I'm sure she would take Trump down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I have no, I have no uh, uh, reservations about saying she would kick him. You know, yeah. She's got, she's got that. There's yep. no worry about that. Um, I just, and, and what I don't, how do you feel about the way she handled Biden in the first debate, um, yeah. the the busing situation? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, great question. Like so, I so just speaking on Harris in general, and I'm I think I have maybe an idea of maybe some reservations that you might have. Not I'm not going to speak for you, but um, just knowing about some of the the things that you find important in a candidate. So, I I mean I'll, I'll just be honest in this one. Like I I love Harris. Um, yeah, I. While I, yes, that was brutal to watch. Um, what I'm, what I'm, in a very just gamesmanship way right now. When I picture the, the matchup, the one that I see most decimating Donald Trump is of all of them actually is Harris. Um, yeah, and I'm well aware of some of the reservations um, about that. I, to me, aren't a huge deal, but things that I, I think will Democrats themselves are debating about and. Um, you know, when just maybe, you know, well, we can get into that later, but the point being, yeah, the short answer is that was hard to watch, but if you can't get through this process, then you can't run against Trump. Um, I agree. And I, yeah. you know, I, listen, I, I, I have gone back and forth on the way I felt about it, uh-huh. but when I first saw it, my initial reaction was like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah, was I just do. like, you know what? I just I and 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 again I I got a lot of respect for Kamala Harris. Sure. I think she would I think she would be all over Trump, but you know people don't necessarily vote based on the debates. I mean Trump got killed by Hillary Clinton in every debate. No, that's, um, that's true. And it you know and he still won the thing. I mean, he barely won the thing, 77,000 votes over three states. But she's great. My my reservations with her are um letting uh when she was AG mm-hmm. of our great state of California, yeah. she let Mnuchin off the hook mm-hmm. um, for, you know, buying the and, and forcing foreclosures on, on 85,000 families homes. Yep. Um, uh, there's, there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, her criminal prosecution mm-hmm. stuff with uh, mm-hmm. marijuana and, and that stuff. Um, you know, she was following the law. I, I have to be honest; I haven't really researched that aspect uh-huh. of it. Um, but uh, again, I, she's super smart. Yeah. She'd take Trump to task, and uh, I would vote for uh, my. Oh, yeah. So no, there's no question. Look, some of the people who are 
um, definitely to the left of me uh, have that's the criticism. And I suspect that probably it it will be true that she was a probably a, a pretty um, look prosecutors. To me, this is like one of those like internal democratic debates that I, I can't say I'm that interested in. Like, a prosecutor's job is to win. Uh, it's right. and they're going to be a reflection of their time in the same way that it's ridiculous to criticize Biden uh, for well, not ridiculous, but it, you know, going back 50 years, there's going to be a man or a woman or whoever the candidate is, is going to be a reflection of their time. And right. uh, and while they should be held accountable. You also have to look at the big picture. So if, if I, look right now, I'm definitely thinking binary choice and I'm looking at, when I look at Harris, I'm looking at somebody who can, is tough enough to go through what is going to be the ugliest, brutalist campaign in this nation's history. Right. Uh, and so I just, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a little bit more like sports right now. Uh, right. And well, She's right. She's strong. She will. It, she it, it would not face her. She would bounce back from anything. I, yeah. Go ahead, Fred. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I would just agree with you on that. Uh, you know, again, we're we're agreeing. Yeah. Um, but she would. I I have no uh, fear uh, about her uh, being able to handle it. She's she's a badass. And I just want to say for the record, as the field gets narrowed, I I've been I've been consciously not kind of researching these minor debates because I don't, first of all, I don't have time. Like not, yeah. not while there's 25 candidates, when there's five, then I'll go in depth and see about her record as a prosecutor. But right now I'm just going to, I'm just going to chill a little bit. Right. Um, sure. And, uh, uh, see, I lost, I lost my, uh, I knew I had some, Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I, one thing I think that Democrats need to understand is that on the brutality of the campaign, this is going to be beyond what anyone's ever seen. And it, it's going to, it's got to be someone who, and their team is ready for everything. And that includes cyber attacks and just, she seems like someone who's going to be prepared. I, and I'm, some right. of the other candidates, like, do you understand that what's going to happen to your campaign, that they're going to be targeted? <laughs> not only, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a good chance that whoever gets a nomination is going to be targeted by, not only hostile foreign powers, but this White House and possibly or probably together. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and you know, what, and wait till the deep fakes, you know, about the deep fakes. Yeah. Where do those start coming out? Right. You know? Right. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, this is going to be Jefferson Adams uh, times 50, you know? This is going to make 2016 look like nothing. Right. Exactly. Uh Okay, uh, so so Beto, uh, go ahead. I mean, I tell tell us what you thought. Well, mm. well, I, obviously, I like Beto. He's he's a, he's a really seems sincere. Mm. Um, people people talk about him moving his hands. I don't care about that. Like, that's just <laughs> such right. a waste of time. To, but um, I have a, a little bit of an interesting story uh, on Beto. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you read that article. Um, by Sasha Watson. Uh, it's titled The Bizarre Experience of Watching My College Boyfriend Run for President. Did you read that? I didn't, but I already love it. That sounds well, great. I, I, so I, so I, I'm, I was friends with her um, about three or four, four years ago, maybe. And I was just, you know, browsing Facebook and I'm friends with her on Facebook. And all of a sudden this article pops up in the Washington Post. And uh, it, it's her talking about him. And it's, uh, you know, she really sort of um, 
you know, shows him to be this real sort of sensitive, caring, hmm. um, open-minded, um, not so like heavily driven. Cause you hmm. know, it was when he was in college I and mean, how many, you know, how many of us in our early twenties in college are, you know, really know exactly what we want to do. Sure. Um, but it's really interesting to, it was really interesting to read him. And I, and I, I suggest you check it out. Um, but you know, the portrayal of him there was, as I said, just a real sort of smart, um, compassionate guy. And, and that's what I get from him. Mm-hmm. You know, when I watch him in the debates, I thought he was, I don't, I don't know. He didn't stand out so much to me during the debates. Um, but I, you know, I, the, the, I guess the question, uh, with him is his idea about the border. I think, he actually is very, I don't think any of the, of the other candidates are, but he's actually saying we should have no border. Correct. Is that, am I right to say that? I, um, I don't recall. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing, but I don't recall. I mean, I, what I recall him saying was that it, um, I'll have to go back and, and look at this, but it just seemed like, I don't know. He seemed in agreement with the other candidates that it should be decriminalized. Um, or if you cross illegally, uh, it should be sort of a, um, a more of a civil matter, and uh, while your while your case is dealt with, you should be you know able to to be here and just under uh, some rules as opposed to you know what's going on now. But if I'm wrong, I'll um, I'll go back and correct that. Uh, well, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't call for no border. Mm-hmm. He just calls to bring down the wall in El Paso, mm-hmm. where he you know where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just he was just saying in the interview. Um, on on uh, with I think it was with it was on MSNBC mm-hmm. and they had him down there and they were this is before you know it was revealed that we have children uh, in cages yeah. I believe but they asked him and he said he you know he would take down the wall that is in El Paso so he's not calling for open borders sure um, he's not in favor of that but he does believe in, in taking down the wall and and I agree with that yeah I mean I don't want open borders but sure. I just think a wall is is so silly. So that, that was my takeaway from him. Um, I haven't really changed my thoughts on mm-hmm. him since I watched the debates. What have you, have you, do you think you've changed how you felt about any of them, let alone Beto? Uh, that's a good question. The second, and yeah, Beto seemed, I, he, I mean, to me, he seemed with regards to border uh, issues, he seemed very much in line with uh, almost, I mean, everyone's in agreement pretty much. I, there, yeah. There's literally no Democrat who thinks this open border thing obviously was made up by right wingers, uh, which is right. just a made up story. Uh, but um, everyone kind of seems in agreement. There's just a small difference in terms of, I think, penalties. Um, but everyone is in agreement, I think, to rolling it back even to what it was before Obama, who was uh, fairly harsh, actually, on uh, uh, people crossing the border illegally. Uh, nothing like yeah, this. Yeah, they called them. Yeah, they call them the deporter in chief. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, uh, I've had that. You know, I've had some people get kind of mad at me for that, but hey, the the truth is the truth. It's true. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, to answer your question, who Castro was cemented to me from the second one when I saw him repeat the same solid performance. I was like, okay, right. now I'm definitely like I'm definitely like down for this campaign. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody. And, you know, Beto, like having seen him live and there's just an incredible charisma, I I do think the the debates have not been as good. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. It, it is very difficult to stand out in that ridiculous format. So right, right. I don't I don't hold him against him. But on the other hand, you know, you do have to this is a part of the, the process. And, 
you got to be able to win on television in this country. Um, yeah, again, I think that goes back to back to what you're saying about the the, the format. Uh, it's just it's just not not only um, the the way in which CNN you know went about right um, characterizing everything. It's just impossible with ten people up there. You know, no. I mean, it's it, just it's impossible. And then, the, and then the problem is, too, you have all these people in your head, literally, your staff living in your head with the strategizing. And as I can tell you as a lifelong uh, improviser and comedian, that, that's deadly. If you're in your head and you can hear the voice of your campaign manager and, and your family, 90 other people, <laughs> yeah. very bad. Um, well, you know, that's what makes it easier for uh, people like Warren and, yeah. and, uh, and Sanders. They've been doing kind of the same thing for a long time. Right. Um, you know, you know, Warren started off, I, I, you're probably aware of her story of how she sort of went through studying bankruptcy law. Yep. Uh, I mean, she was, she was from a, a, a hardcore conservative family mm. and, uh, and she studied that whole bankruptcy law thing and realized, wait a minute, this whole, you know, idea of, uh, you know, small government and all these things, this is all a fraud. You know, the people yeah. who are really hurt by this are those who who, who file bankruptcy and, and the, the corruption within our economic system. So, right. um, yeah. And they need to sell that on, I'll just say on, on strategy, they need to sell who the real villain is and who it's always been, which is the, uh, yeah. the elite, you know, multi-zillionaire class that doesn't pay any taxes. That, right. And that right. if you can sell that correctly, th- this thing is in the bag pretty much. Yeah, um, I agree. And, you know, uh, uh, listen, it goes back to what you're saying. If you're sitting there on the debate stage and you got all your, your staff in your head, it's not going to happen. And that's, uh, the, and I think that's where experience plays such a role, right. you know. Uh, and that's probably why um, Bernie Sanders and people like Joe Biden and, and uh, you know, even Warren, They've got a solid base because they just, you know, they they know what. Meant. Well, you know, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned uh, Biden in that, but um, the more you have uh, your your game plan down, obviously, like anything you were talking about, improv, right. music, you know, if you're if you're a musician, if you're an artist, whatever, the more you have that sort of um, consistency uh, through through experience, just the better you're going to look on TV, you know. You know, it's funny, you just said Biden, and it occurred to me that I, I didn't even, he's the number one polling candidate, and it till right now, way into the show, it didn't even occur to me to bring him up. I, you know, not even trying to be funny, but that's that's kind Poor of it, Joe. isn't it? Um, yeah, well, you know, let, you want, you want to talk, we should talk about Joe. Yeah, for yeah. like 30, like 90, yeah. 92 seconds. Well, he was stu- he was stumbling all over the yeah, place. I know. It just, it was, it was, I felt bad. Um you know, he's got the whole wealthy tell him tell him the wealthy donors nothing's going to change when he if he's elected. Um, I, I liked what he said about restoring the soul mm-hmm. um, and and that diversity makes us better. Um, but poor Joe. Yeah, I, I want to be clear. I as I'll always say, every every time I go with the criticism, I'll preface it first by saying the same thing. I admire Vice President Biden. I think he's a great American. Uh, yeah, I think his service to this country and he's been a part of some some amazing legislation and, and served as vice president for the best president in my lifetime. And I, but that said, 
uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really feeling this campaign. Yeah. I, well, you know, they, 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 there was a lot of talk about age in yeah. regards to, to, to Biden and Sanders. And, and that really, that disturbs me because I, I'm not interested in how old you are. I'm interested in how sharp you are. Absolutely. And Biden doesn't seem to be sharp anymore. And not that he was ever super sharp. I mean, I saw <laughs> some great, you know, but I've seen some great no, interviews with him. Yeah. Vice, Vice, uh, HBO's Vice had a great interview with him years ago about mm. climate change. And he was on it, and he was, you know, that's not the same Joe I saw or that I've seen in these last two debates. So I don't, I don't know what to say about that. But yeah, I think his performances have been uh, like pretty good. Like I'm not even, um, I'm not really criticizing even like even even when that had that back and forth with Harris, I thought he actually held his own um, pretty well, even though it was hard to watch. But I, the thing is, is that you know, I'm just. Like I said, this it's going to be a brutal campaign, and are they ready? Are they really ready for what's going to happen? That's, and I yeah. want to know. I want to know who's. I want this. I would say this for any campaign. Who's working for you? Who's your staff? Who do you have on staff for cybersecurity? Since we know that you're going to be relentlessly hacked, um, right? It's this is this is something every American needs to think about once it's narrowed down. I mean, really, who, who? Who is who is working for you that's in charge of security? Uh, right. Because if we have somebody like John Podesta using a Gmail account like last time, you know, Ugh. God help us. Um, okay, uh, Andrew Yang, what what do you think? Oh man, I, you know, I I, I have a, I have quite a bit of experience um, listening to Andrew Yang. Mm. Um, I heard him on the Ezra Klein show. I heard him on Sam Harris. And, you know, I think he'd be, make a great, uh, you know, secretary of treasury, or, mm. you know, commerce. Yeah. I, 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 he, I don't think he has a, a chance in this situation, but you know, who knows? I can be wrong. Um, I liked his take on health, what he said about employee health care, making it harder to hire people, harder to a business, harder to switch jobs, as, you know, as Harrison said, um, and harder to start a business, you know, employer, employer mm. health care. It's, that's a big problem. Obviously, he uh, talked about the automation thing a lot. Mm. Malls. He was saying how they're all closing, which they are. I mean, you and I can attest to that. We 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 see that you know, sure. this, that uh, buying stuff online has, has changed everything. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I what 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 do you what's your take? I, I really like him. I think he's great. I think universal health care is something that's been around for a long time. Nixon wanted to get it through. Um, so, uh, I think he's a yeah. Yeah. I think- yeah, no, absolutely. I think he's a very sharp guy. Uh, having seen him live, I could also he's a he's a great speaker. He, as opposed to other candidates who the first person the first position they ever run for is president, and they're ridiculous. We all know these people come. You know they've been in every American election for a long time. I think he actually is. If you go on his website, he's got like a ridiculous amount of policy positions. It's almost comical. Uh, nice. I like that. I also think at the same time, um, for your first government position to be president is um, to run for that is is ridiculous, um, as we've seen in unfortunately in other ways. Um, and I, I think it's time for he's gone far enough where it is time for investigative reporters to start looking into his background. I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just we we don't really know much about this guy, and um, right. I, right. I think it's it's now time for, and I'm sure they will. We need to. We need to have some vetting here to know, like, 
I only barely know even how he made his money. Um, so <laughs> that's that's a good point. I, and I'm just saying that as a person who, look, I work for a uh, a news organization, so not not a criticism, just a fact. It's time to find out a little more about Andrew Yang. Uh, right. Uh, but yeah, clearly a highly intelligent guy. And um, look, I, I I'm I'm glad he's in the process. It's important to have other voices. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I'm ready for it to be slimmed down um, <laughs> in the next one, which it will be, right? I think it'll be down to like eight, eight, nine to ten candidates, eight, eight, nine, ten candidates. Okay, now let's knock out all the uh, the bad ones who are just made us laugh because um, they're <laughs> the rest. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me just let me just uh, you know. So I'm just going to briefly touch on I. Uh, I don't really want to bore the audience with. There's still like a hundred people we didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what about Gabbard? Oh, Gabbard. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah. Um, Did you see what happened? What came out about? Uh, she seems to be sort of um, not believing that Russia interfered with our election. Yeah. And there's been no, no. no Fred. You're, I don't have it right in front of me, but there's been a, a couple statements, and one was sort of like, yeah, I believe it was when the Mueller report came out, and it was like no collusion. It was like whoa, like. Yeah. You're, you know, like you're, you're repeating, you're not, you're not, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, the, she didn't read the thing. That's there, the problem. There, it said on page two that, you know, that's not what we were evaluating. Like hold, um, so know. it's a disqualifier and also meeting with Assad is a, is a disqualifier. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's that about? I, and I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't know about the Assad thing. I know that she met with him. Hmm. I don't know what the sort of like peripheral, uh, perspective is so I, I can't really comment on that, but sure. but I I I was I was enjoying her. Mm-hmm. I liked what she said um, in uh, to to Harris because she's uh-huh. right about that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, the listen this this Mueller thing is, is it's a huge thing, and for her to dismiss it the way she did, uh, sorry, that's it. You're, you're done in my book. I, yeah, if you're if you consider the job of president the number one job being to uphold the constitution and protect the American people, then that's pretty much a, you're yeah. out. I I don't even yeah. remember that exact uh, exchange with Harris. I I kind of maybe if you could remind me real quick. Uh, yeah, she talked about um, Harris's um, sort of legacy of arresting people for marijuana. Okay, and uh, and then laughing about her own uh, Harris's own use of marijuana. Harris laughed about using marijuana after putting all these people in prison for it. Okay. And um, so, you know, that, that was what she, what she brought up. And, you know, she brought up Harris's uh, history in, as AG is what okay. she did. And, you know, it's, it's not totally pretty. It's, but she, but like you said, she was a prosecutor. So, you know, it kind of comes I, with the territory. I haven't done a deep dive. So I honestly, I, I can't um, comment on whether she was, was right or not. But like I said, I'll definitely, you know, that's something I've, I will be looking into. Uh, Gabbard also appears to be the official choice of um, of Russia, which is highly concerning. Uh, right. They're definitely other, yeah Go other ahead. conspiracy theorists. Well, you know, yeah. listen, I, I I I'll just say it because I have I felt this way since you know 2015. Um, Bernie Sanders is the person I'm going to vote for. Okay. Um, unless unless it comes out that you know, I don't know. Something any any one of the things that Trump has done, yeah. if Bernie yeah, yeah. does, then I'm I, no longer supporting him. I, you know, I, I, what it would take yeah. it would take one thing. 
Yeah, but, yeah. No, I don't think anything's going to come out uh, about Bernie because he's been yeah. around for so long. Uh, right. So, um, but uh, that said, um, gee, uh, she, I, I've because I, I support Bernie Sanders. Uh, a lot of Bernie supporters love Gabbard. Uh-huh. Um, those that do love Gabbard seem to be those who are of the conspiratorial conspiracy theory type. Bernie does have some followers that are, you know, which all candidates I'm sure do. I mean, we got to, you know, uh, millions and millions of people in this country. You're going to have some nutcases. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people that support her seem to be very conspiratorial in my view. That's what I've, it's anecdotal. It's what I've experienced sure. on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I can't get behind her. Yeah. No, I noticed some of the, uh, actually someone I know who worked for Bernie, she's the only person he's ever mentioned as a candidate that he liked. And I'm kind of like, uh, like, yeah, really? I mean, yeah. it's, there's some, something's very wrong there. I think we all kind of yeah. know that. And the yeah. Mueller thing was enough, but I, I suspect as you dig deep, there'll be other things. Uh, well, she was in a, her family, I believe was pretty much in a, in a, uh, a sort of a religious cult. Yes. That's um, true. And she also had some, uh, you know, this LGBTQ stuff that she was not for gay marriage. And, you know what I mean? So yeah. she's, yeah. I can't. But again, she changed that. And you know, sure. I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, Elizabeth Warren was, was uh, born into a very conservative family and was a sure. conservative for a while. So I'm not going to say that. But, uh, yeah, we can move on from her. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. Uh, honestly, uh, everyone else kind of... I'll be honest with you, through most of these debates, I was, it's never a good sign, by the way, when you're checking your laptop and, you know, like staring off into space. Like I was not, I was not engaged. And we, there's at least, I think, 10 people that you and I didn't even mention and we're really not going to mention. Just, they're just not relevant. (laughs) They got to go. Yeah, they got to go. And they're going to go. The debates in September, it's going to, I believe I read it's going to be 10, 10 left. Um, and then it'll go down to five. So um, this will be long forgotten. This is like you said. It's like yeah. you're watching it, and you're you're on your computer, you're on your phone, you're on your laptop because you know you know you, they're saying the same things, which which is good. I, I want the party to be united um, yeah. in regards to that. But but it's like, hey, there's no need to have all these people on stage. No, and like I said, that's <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's too many, especially when most of them are yeah. fundamentally in a lot of agreement. Correct. Uh, so, right. I, I, yeah, I guess, Fred, the big thing I took away from it was just really, to me, it was more a lesson on when I watched how, and yeah, you know, not to go on with the media and this and that, but when I when I saw just the format, I was like, this is not the thing. Uh, this is not, yeah. you know, we have to, even the first debates were a little better on NBC. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, you know, the, the, Klobuchar, I really like her. Uh-huh. Um, she was on Lawrence O'Donnell last night and she um, was really pushing for, you know, getting this legislation passed to protect our elections. And I really loved what she had to say. And I liked that she didn't take the bait um, and attack uh, the, the candidates the way that, you know, CNN was trying to get them to do. Uh, and uh, so it was good. It, it, I, I like her. I, I, that's the last one I, I would say um, was impressive to me. Again, not necessarily in the debate, but just in general as a candidate, sure. as a person, you know, um, 
So, And I'll say this uh, as well, like you said about not taking the bait. To be a successful candidate, you're going to have to remember to not not let media coverage or these stations guide you or tell you, because I think that happened a lot last time. You know, don't like just for an example, we, we you and I both saw the debate. This this story is being floated. You know, it's, it, I got to be honest with you, man, it's, it's, it's harder and harder for me, even as someone who works in media to avoid the stereotypical bashing. And I'm I'm sort of like I used to restrain myself more, but now I just I, it's, it's just gotten a lot harder. They're all reporting an identical story that everyone was attacking President Obama. I mean, did, <laughs> I did, did they watch a different debate? I what? know. That was, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Am I crazy? Like, it's, seriously, what, when did that happen? It, it, it was very minor. It was Booker and uh, going to Biden. Right. I, 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 you know, it's ridiculous. And they're trying to sell you on that. And if you're a candidate, you know, you, that might get into your head. Or it's like, or even a citizen, like, Stop creating fake stories. That just didn't happen, man. Um, I know, I know, I know. And that's what just what I'll say on that. Um, yeah, they they want the money, man. That's what it's all about. You know, you got as, as uh, we 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 talked about this last time. The, and again, I don't want to bash the media because <laughs> we need journalism. We need yes. this. This is important, right? Yeah. But um, you know, it's billionaires who own these corporate these corporations right. that control these stations paying millionaires to push their agenda. We talked about it earlier. These pharmaceutical com- companies are all over my television in between yeah. my news shows, you know, yeah. and um, that's the way it is. So. Yeah, uh, it, it sure is. Uh, Fred Lemke, any final thoughts or something we might see in the next debate? Anything? Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I, I, I just, I'm really, um, really interested um, and hopeful and uh, passionate about uh, Medicare for all. Um, I think that the, the, the centrists on the stage are using the Republican talking points um, and the argument that, that I mean, let's, let's just, I just want to say one thing about public option idea, sure. right? So it's single payer public option. We have a public option right now. And that public option is the emergency room. <laughs> It is. I mean, it's it's so that costs a hell of a lot more money, right? That makes it worse because people wait to go to the emergency room until it's like do or die. Um, it's obviously people die because of this, um, and it's just it it costs us way more money than a single payer option. I mean, a, you know, the a single payer option. I it just for the listeners that they don't know exactly what that means. It's basically health insurance. Um, financed by taxes uh, and managed and run by, you know, the government. Um, and it provides essential health care to all citizens. And uh, they call it single payer because, you know, it's the government. Now I know people scream socialism, <laughs> but, you know, we have K through 12 education. We have, you know, police departments. We have fire departments. We have all that stuff. So I just, uh, single payer, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that in the coming debates. And uh, it's kind of where my focus is. It's my it's my key issue at this point. Um, and you know, I have great healthcare, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm compassionate, and there are millions and millions of people that have poor healthcare or none at all. So. Right. Yeah. Medicare is the most successful uh, program in this nation's history for a reason. Uh, right. And and that should be expanded to to everybody. Everybody should have that right. option. 
And right. And I just want to add one more thing about if I if anyone a candidate is listening or wants my campaign strategy, it's the same thing you hear in any cliched sports movie. Uh, go big or go home. Uh, oh yeah, you, great. If you don't go big on this one and represent yourself and this party in our true values, uh, just go home because you're going to lose. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. It, That's what Trump did. He went big. As as dark as it was, he went big. Got to go bigger. Right. And the other thing I would just say on that is, don't apologize for things that you shouldn't apologize for. And when a guy like Trump says, like, let's say on your point, there shouldn't be single payer, you say, why do you want your fellow Americans to die? Just yeah. say it like, that's how you say it. Uh, <laughs> that's how winning is done in a debate. Um, yeah. And someone did that. I think it was Alan Grayson, the former congressman. Um, that guy, I don't know if you remember him from Florida. Uh, I, the, know, I know the name, but I'll be honest with you, I can't picture the, the face. He took so much heat for saying he, he was on the floor and he said, this is the Democrats plan. And he talked about it. he said, this is the Republican plan. And he pulled a uh, he had like a whiteboard and he pulled this sheet off and it said, die quickly. Yeah. Hey, um, simple, straight to the straight to the point. And it made the news, which is the idea. Get your get your point out there. Yeah, uh, I love it. Fred Lemke, it has been great having you back on counterintelligence. And I really hope we can do it again soon. Thank you for listening. Follow Forensic News on Twitter at Forensic Newsnet. Counterintelligence is at IntelPod. My personal account is Eric LeVay. Support Forensic News on Patreon. Subscribe to Counterintelligence everywhere you listen to podcasts. This is Eric LeVay, and this is Counterintelligence.